up, Pool Save Chicks? It's your girl, Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. <laughs> All right, ladies. Happy Monday to each and every one of you. Uh, happy Monday. <laughs> today, uh, we're talking about the whole topic of I don't care. And it stemmed from me watching Ayana Van Zant's. It's actually uh, Ayana or Il, because it's Ayana. Get us right, get us right, Ayana, because Ayana said what you're not going to do. It's Ayanla. Yeah, Ayanla. Ayanla? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to call her IV. Oh, my gosh. Now she's giving her a whole nickname. Auntie IV. That's how that's what that, that hits. <laughs> it's but, giving uh, hospital terminology. It does, but she fixes people's life, okay? Okay. Right. She's a medical professional. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but uh she was fixing somebody's life and she said something, y'all, that like I was like, oh, I got to write that down because that's a little heavy. She told this particular, it was like a family of people on her show. They were going through something, and this young lady said, I don't care. I don't care. I just don't care anymore. And I so she looked that. at the, she, but she looked at the young lady and she was like, um, what's worse than hate is not caring. Mm. And when she said that, I was like, dang, she said, because when you say that you, she said, when you say that you care about something, you're understanding that it is expensive. You're understanding that is it is expensive to care about anything. So when you say that you don't care, you're literally removing yourself completely from, from the situation. situation from the mm. situation and i thought that that was just heavy right and i wanted us to talk about that because i don't know i know i can speak for myself there's been so many times where i've just dismissed something um where i'm trying to dismiss something and i tell myself i don't care i don't care and i was like but in actuality like this you kind of uh, do that <laughs> right <laughs> so how do y'all feel about that like how do you all feel when you're hearing the term of like i don't care like what are some of the things that are sentiments that you all um would like to share regarding i'll hop in because i see everybody's face like mm, what, <laughs> what am i thinking um i feel like most of the time when i say i don't care it's from a space of not wanting to deal with the situation at hand in that moment and I feel like it's almost putting off the responsibility to sit and be present in whatever's happening. So instead mm -hmm. of admitting like I care and this is making me feel like X, I'll say, oh, I don't care. For me, I think the biggest issue and I think it's something that, you know, this year I've dealt with on and off is when I say I don't care about something, it's almost as if all of the care comes up at once because it's like I've been putting it off, putting it off like, oh, this happened. I don't care. Oh, this happened. I'm just going to keep on moving about life. But then when you finally do sit still, it's like everything hits you at one time. And so I think it can be very dangerous to act as though you don't care about something that does indeed affect you in a very real way. If that makes sense. Sounds good yeah. by saying that. Um, I feel like, and even for listeners out there who may be like me, I think that you shouldn't say, I don't care about something when you definitely have some care and concern about the situation at hand, for sure. 
Right. That's so hard though, right? That's so hard to say, like, especially in moments when people be having you riled up. <laughs> it's just easier for me to say, I don't care. Well, Denise, you was going to say something. I was just going to say, thinking about myself, I am never, I've never really used that term. Like, I don't care. Like, mm. just think about, like, I, I my mother will, she has the same where she said it my whole life. Like, I'm not going to let this stress me out. And I, I do say that. And I listening to you all speak about it. I think it is equivalent to like, I don't care. But whenever I would hear my mother say, like, I'm not going to let this stress me out. For me, it was like, okay, I'm not going to give power to this situation. However, on the flip side of that, where's the resolve? Because, you know, although you're not giving it the power in this situation, it's still not being handled. So just going back to what Sade said, I can, and I've said this on another podcast, like if you don't deal with things, they will absolutely deal with you. And before we actually started recording, um, I share with you all how there was something that pastor shared years ago where he actually said in the pulpit, he was like, you know, I can't tell you how much I don't care. And I was over here like, whoa, my pastor's telling us? But when he really broke it down, he was basically just giving us the instructions of like how you give your cares to God and allow God to be the person that kind of like carries those burdens for you. What I didn't know at the time was, that's probably a term for this. I don't know what that term is, but I am a person who will take on other people's cares. I do that just in conversation with my friends, you know, like coworkers, whatever they tell me. I'm like, okay, let's pray about it. And then they'll be good. And I'm the one over here meddling and thinking about it over and over and over, you know. Um, And I had to realize that. Uh, Sharna, you kind of just said it like care. Was, it is a responsibility. It is expensive. Um, care requires something of you, whether that is, you know, a sacrifice of your time to bring attention to it, to deal with it. But when you care about a thing, it puts weight to it. So anytime you're saying mm. I care about it, especially when it's not true. I feel like you give the enemy room to play with you because now you're trying to convince yourself of something that isn't true. So, and that's what I had to learn with that. I don't care. I'm not going to let it stress me out. Acknowledge your feelings, but just learn how to like give it to God, I guess. I love what you just said, Denisa, about when you said, when you say you don't care, it allows for the enemy. How did you, how did you phrase? I want I don't want to get it wrong. You said, when you don't care, you allow the enemy to. Yeah, I'm saying basically when you verbalize, like, I don't care. And that's not the truth. So sometimes you can say, I don't care. And that, that's your truth. There's nothing wrong with that. But the moment you're vocalizing something that is opposite of the truth, one, that's a lie. And then two, you give the enemy room to play with you in that area because, you know, you're saying something that is not true, which is he's going to feed off of. You know, he's going to give it back to you. Oh, you don't care. Now I'm going to show you how much you don't care. And you might have to go through another thing and another thing and another thing that showed you to Sade's point. You bought all these things up because you don't care, but you do. Right. So I was going to say to Denise's point, I think what I've been learning is it's very important when you do care about something to find out why you care. To find Mm. out what nerve it's hitting, to find out what's being triggered in you that is causing you to feel something. And I think that um, Lauren used to say this all the time, that the enemy is going to attack where he was last successful. So if, and this is just me using a random thing. So if somebody's gossiping about you and they're like, I don't know, oh, Lauren, X, Y, and Z. And you're like, oh, I don't care. But you do care. 
and you're kind of like, I don't care. And like Denisa said, that festers. When it happens again, it's kind of like the enemy's going to keep attacking there because you're not really addressing the situation. So I think getting to the root of why you care about something, why something's affecting you in a certain way is super duper important. Um, and by saying you don't care, you don't allow that to happen because you're acting like there's nothing going on. So I, I would just- add that. There's a at work, there's a saying that I have actually championed and I think about it in person, like my personal life. And it's true. Like once you understand the why about a thing, you can figure out the how. Right. Like once I figure out it's important for me to get to work on time, my how is I need to get up earlier, you know, like whenever you and I know that sounds like so small, but that's spiritually as well. And thinking about your cares, once you figure out the why, why this is bothering you so much, why it's impacting you, why you're deflecting and saying that you don't care when you really do. It gives you, you know, like a better understanding of how to combat that thing and how to move forward in that area. It makes me think of of, the, of a scripture, right? Because I love the fact that y'all mentioned why, right? Because I think that goes hand in hand with even caring. Like you said, like you care because there is a why behind that. But it makes me think of the scripture that says casting all uh, my cares because he cares for, for us. That's the why, right? We cast all our cares because he cares for us. And I never wa- I've never seen that scripture in that perspective before where not only is God giving me the instruction to cast, but he's also giving me the why behind why I cast. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, I don't know. It's just making me think about when we say we care, literally like, you know, thinking about the whole picture instead of just saying, I care for you. Right. Cause I think it's, I think it's equally important to tell someone like, like you ladies, I care for y'all because I love y'all. I care for y'all because y'all my sisters. And I think those words are just as important as me just saying I care because now it it literally allows a person to understand or allows for you to zoom into those aspects of a person or an individual um, that acknowledges, you know, the reason why you're doing what you're doing if that makes any sense so i love the fact that y'all bring in the whole concept of like why i love what you just said too because it it, it is deeper like once i understand that you know you care for me i am going to better receive your in your whether it's criticism your feedback whatever it is that you have to say i mean i like it but it gives me a better footing to actually receive what you understand because i understand your care or your why, or whatever that thing is. So I, that's, that's true. I ain't thinking you about know, it. You know, it's crazy too. Like, as you were talking to Nisa, it helped, it, 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 for me, I was thinking too, it helps remedy like discourse. Like it helps remedy when things come up where you, where you would intuitively say you don't care, right? Like anytime there's an argument or, you know, anytime um, we not getting along, <laughs> you know, those are not necessarily reasons for you to just say, I don't care. Typically to the point that we were mentioning earlier, where we were saying, if you acknowledge and you keep saying you don't care about something, I don't care. I don't care. And then life goes on and then something comes back up and you say, I don't care. I don't care. To your point, you always saying like, because you didn't deal with the source, right? Because you didn't address it in the beginning. It's literally allowed for things to kind of build up to the point where now you're, ha- you're forcing yourself to not care. And so like Ivy's point, Auntie Ivy's point, that is worse than hate. That is literally worse than saying like, I, I can't stand your guts. <laughs> because now what you're doing is like, 
you're, you're doing something that's unnatural. And I think anytime you begin to like tap into something that's unnatural, that's when it's like, sis, that's really, really dangerous because now it's fabricated. And when things are not naturally done, it, it allows for human error, right? Same thing like when you think about technology and stuff like that, that, that was created by man and it's unnatural. So that's why usually when you have those things that are like unnatural, you, we typically, you're going to have shortcomings in it because now it's, it's fabricated by us and we're not perfect. That makes sense. I was going to say, I feel like um, one of the things for me in terms of like just this space of caring in general is almost this space where it almost as a Christian feels unnatural to sit there and say, God, I care about this and it's bothering me. Right. Mm. Like to be able to articulate God, I don't like X and X is really bothering me. And X is really something that I don't want to care about. And I want to cast my care. And I feel like for listeners who are out there who may be the type of people who yell, like, I don't care. Or what was the term that you used, Denisa? Um, I ain't going to let X, Y, and Z stress me out. Like really giving people the tools to cast their care. Because I feel like we hear it said a lot, like cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you and all of these things. But it's like from a practical standpoint, what does that look like? Like from a practical standpoint, how do you cast your cares Onto God. And I've realized, you know, I'll kick it off. And then if you guys want to hop in, that would be awesome. Um, but I realized even like on my way to work, like I've gotten to the point where I'm trying to train myself that when my mind is running a mile a minute and I'm really caring about something or I'm really stressed about something, getting to the point where on that ride to work, I literally open up my mouth and say, God, this is what's bothering me. I don't like X, Y, and Z. I'm really praying about such and such. I'm going to give this to you because I don't know what to do with it at this point. And I think that if we can get to the point where we are able to truly cast our cares and it not being a, uh, a super deep spiritual spooky thing, but literally uh, going to work saying, God, I'm stressed out. I'm working on this project. I don't feel like I have anything else to contribute. And while I would just like to be like, man, I don't care about this. I'm going to just do what I can do. It is going to be whatever. But really saying, God, show me what to do. Like I literally got, I don't know what to do and I want to do a good job. So show me, show me what I need to do. I can't do this without you. I'm casting the care of failing at this onto you because I don't know what to do with it. And I know that you care for me. So what are other practical ways that you would say, people can truly cast their cares on a regular basis so that we don't bottle those things up and it literally explode like a Pepsi bottle when you open it or Coke because it's Atlanta. <laughs> I, I think for me, um, it was a challenge for me to get to a place where I was casting my cares, you know, to God. And the reason was not because of the lack of relationship that I have, with God, but it was the mere fact that a lot of times I couldn't identify what my cares were. Like I knew I was feeling a way, like I knew something was making me feel this way. I knew like 
like I, I was just uneasy. I wasn't myself, but to be able to call a thing, a thing to say, this is what I care about, or this is what I'm going through or like how you were able, and we talk, we talk about this all the time amongst each other. Like Sade, you are so good with words. Like you can, you can literally, you call a thing, you know, the thing when you see it, or you know how to articulate it a lot of times with, with words. And I feel like sometimes with me, my struggle a lot of times is I cannot identify it with the word, right? Which is a, it's challenged, it's challenging because it's like, now it's a struggle between communication between me and God, the, the, what I thought it was, right? But the beautiful thing about, you know, relationship with God is that communication is so much more than verbal, right? Communication is feelings. Um, I was literally sharing this with a cousin of mine. I was saying, you know, one of the scriptures that I kind of, God gave me like a new revelation about was like with the, um, the raising of Lazarus from dead, from the dead. And um, we talked about this, you know, a lot where we were saying how uh, Jesus identifies the fact that Lazarus is going to be healed once he gets there. Um, but it word gets back to Jesus that Lazarus dies. And the shortest verse in, in the Bible where it says Jesus wept, um, it came after he had already told the people that he was going to raise him from the dead. And I was asking the question, like, why are you crying when you know you about to raise this man up? Like, you know, you about to raise him from the dead. You already told these people, why are you crying? And at that moment, God showed me, he was like, he's crying because he felt the pain that everybody else was feeling. God, God literally feels what we feel. And so to me, that made me feel so much better because I realized I said, maybe God, I can't articulate the care, but I can show enough articulate this feeling. I can show enough tell you how I'm feeling, how this thing, you know, is like, God, I don't feel right. I don't feel this. I don't, I don't know why I don't feel this way, but I feel like crying. I am crying. I, you know, so it's like, I feel like when you're saying you have a relationship with someone, be all in, like, don't just, you know, think that, I feel like sometimes us as believers, especially if you got some believers out there that like really know how to pray and say everything from, you know, Genesis to Revelation. I'm like, dang, sis, like, you know, who your, who your Bible study teacher, you know, because it'd be, it'd be a struggle for your girl sometimes. But I, I realized that, OK, God, my relationship with you is just that it's mine. And I may not be able to quote Genesis to Revelation, but I can show enough tell you how I'm feeling. And a lot of times God meets me halfway God be like I understand how you feeling and I'll literally hear like a soft voice in my head say go to this chapter go to this verse or I'll start reading this verse and the Lord said well look that part up look that part of the verse up and then it'll lead me to another verse and literally God is then giving me direction and um he and identity he's giving me identity too of what the care is so that whenever I'm feeling you know to the point where said so when the enemy attempts to come back where he was last successful I can be like hey I recognize that that care is this <laughs> and God, uh, I'm gonna need your help with it. <laughs> hey, I, that was, uh, sorry, Denise. I was gonna say that was so good. One of the things that came up while you were talking, Lauren was that space of like being emotional, crying out to God where it's like, I feel like this. And even if you can't put your finger on it and what came up in my spirit to say was sometimes I know as believers or I won't even I'm gonna be this is about truth transparency and transformation so I ain't gonna speak for y'all I'm gonna speak for me I can't I don't know y'all business but I can tell my business um I know sometimes for me in those spaces 
I almost feel guilty crying out to God because it's like, dang, God, you've been so good to me. How wrong of me to even feel a way about anything. Like the audacity of me to feel sad or to feel worried or to feel anxious when you've shown up for me in all of these spaces. And I feel like there are moments when God has had to say to me, and that's okay. It's okay. You don't have to feel guilty because even that guilt will cause you to say, well, I don't care, or I'm not going to stress about this because man, God has been so good. So I'm not even going to I'm not going to cry and I'm not going to, you know, whatever. And I feel like God has had to deal with me in a space of saying, it's okay to say that you're still upset or you're still sad. It doesn't negate the fact that you don't believe that I'm good. It doesn't negate the fact that you don't believe that, you know, I'm Lord over your life or I'm going to do X, I'm going to do whatever. And so, I mean, if there's somebody out there who feels that way, where you get sometimes so spiritually deep that you don't cry out to God out of, guilt um that that's uh uh i want to almost say like a, a stronghold of the enemy trying to get you to withhold how you truly feel from god and i think that when you get to that space and you don't cry out for whatever reason even if it's because oh i'm not gonna cry out because god has been so good so i can't i can't be sad and i can't do whatever and it's like no whatever you're feeling tell god um and like what I was saying, it's a relationship. So it's like, I even think about my husband, like in certain spaces where I'll just be super crying and he'll be like, what's wrong? And you know, us women, we have this way of being like, nothing, I'm fine. Meanwhile, on the other side of your, I'm fine. It's like, I'm not, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. And I feel like <laughs> God is the same way. You're sitting there and you're like, man, God is so good. He's done X, Y, and Z. And so when I'm sitting in God's presence and he's literally in your ear saying, hey, sis, what's wrong? Don't get into the presence of God and say nothing, God, I'm fine when you really aren't fine. Don't allow this space of guilt to shame you out of not being fully present and honest with God. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I hope that makes sense. No, it does. It does. Yeah. Perfect sense. Like I was thinking that as both of you all are talking, like I can see myself in each, like, you know, on each side of the coin. And I think for me, I can't relate to being like feeling guilty or wanting to like, you know, reach out or cry out to him, but I can relate to um, like seeing the change once I started, if we're talking about practical, this is my practical, including like the Holy Spirit in my day to day, like you said, on your way to work. Like it can be in the shower, it can be wherever. And I would just, you know, have that dialogue with God and that allowed me to be free with him and transparent with whatever I was going through. But that cultivating a relationship with the Holy Spirit allowed me to ask him, you know what? I feel off and I do not know what this is. What's, what's wrong with me? I can't, just like you said, Lauren, I can't tell you, I can't even tell you the feeling. I have an issue with my feelings, but can you, <laughs> because I, obviously I can't figure it out. So I'm not even going to attempt. I'm not going to try to look, I'll be honest with y'all. I'm not going to open the book and try to look at a scripture. Tell me what's wrong. Because at this point, 
I need you to talk to me. And I think that cultivating that type of relationship has allowed me to be able to cast the cares in a different way. Not mm-hmm. in a sense of like, you know, like, okay, God, I don't care about this here, 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 but more so, okay, God, this is bothering me. And because this is bothering me and I know I can't do anything about it, I'm going to give it to you and I'm going to trust that you're going to do what you need to do with the situation. So I actually see and relate to both sides of what you all just said, for sure. It's funny because, um, not funny, haha, but for me, I don't think that I have an issue when it comes to, like, I'm listening and I, you know, I know everybody's in different spaces, but for me, I, I, I can't really relate to the, especially feeling guilty or even the, I say what I need to say to God, you know, (laughs) like, it's just, I don't know. I just, um, I feel like my relationship has always been, and I've expressed this so many times in different spaces where it's like, Lord, like I talk to him, like I talk to a friend or I talk to my husband or, um, I don't, I, I don't, I've never sat, if I'm feeling some type of way, I'm like, Lord, I'm feeling some type of way. Cause the thing is, you know how I'm feeling. So what's the purpose of me just sitting there and being, I guess, mute about it. If I am, you literally know how I'm feeling. So when I am expressing my care, it's just really me, like, in a way, like, hey, you know, I'm this is this, this and this. I don't like these feelings and that's it. Um, But it's funny going back to the beginning of the conversation in a way. I am so. When I say I don't care, I actually don't care. <laughs> you know? Like, so that's why I was, I was kind of quiet because I'm like, I mean, yeah, I get it. But for me, when I say I don't care about something, I am literally like, it's that cut off. Like, and I, it, it pro- and for me, it could be like, well, I'm finally at that place where I'm like, listen, I actually don't care. Like, I just, I am not, and, and when I say I don't care, I'm not putting my emotions on those things. I'm not putting the energy into things that don't benefit me or that will take me to a place that I don't need to be taken to. I don't know if it's just the place that I am in my life where it's like, I have just, God has really shown me some things. And it's just like, so when I remember when pastor said, I can't tell you how much I don't care. I was like, man, so that you just expressed like how I be feeling. And then even now in 2022, I'm like, yeah, that's really like when I get to that place, like I really, I can't tell you a care that I actually have right now as we're recording this conversation. Like that's the place that I'm in. Cause I'm like, why would I put my energy into anything when I just trust God, you know, I think that that's the place that I'm in. Like, and I, I know that everyone may not be in that place. And of course we're all, you know, working to, I guess, have that level of trust and not caring. Um, but for me, it's like, when I say, I don't care, I really don't because, and it's not, I don't, I don't, I don't look at it as, I think I'm just being, you know, I guess in a way sympathetic to some people who are actually like kind of like that. Like I've heard people who be like, yeah, I really just don't care. And I'm looking at them like, I could tell you don't. Like <laughs> I, I really tell you don't. Like 
you have that much freedom where you just like I have met people where they just really be like, oh, well, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, wow. OK, so I don't know. That's just that's just my little two cents on it, where especially when it comes to my relationship with God and even when like I have conversations and, you know, even ministering about or having a relationship with God, it's more of like, listen, you got to be open to him and have that open communication because I'm like, God knows he's sitting there looking at you like, hey, just come to me. Tell me. I already know. I want you to cast your cares onto me. Like, why are you sitting there like racking your brain over something that is not even, it doesn't even matter. It, it doesn't matter. So the different situations of this world, where it be at work or at home or different relationships, I'm like, listen, Lord, I trust you when it comes to all of these areas in my life. You're going to give me the answer. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> so that's it. And like, that's just me personally. So, yeah, I well, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Ayana. I could totally see that. <laughs> you say that. And, and, and what I what I mean by that is you don't I don't hardly ever hear you say I don't care. Um, that's what I mean when I when I say that. But I was going to ask you, too, in regards to what you just said, like, did that just happen with your relationship with God? Or was it like, you know, this was. I don't know that there was like a trying of your faith that has gotten you to a point where you say, I don't, when I say I don't care, I literally mean I don't care. I've literally given God all my cares. I'll put it this way. Okay. So without like going into like all details, everything, and whatnot, <laughs> I remember a couple of years ago, I was definitely in a space of like, for real, like, I don't care. I trust God. I, you know, like it was just so much freedom. And I feel like, um, I'll be honest, situations, people, and like, I feel like when other people see your freedom, it's like that, um, in a way, attack, like, you can't be so free because I'm not free. And mm. it's like those little, like, I felt like those things, and especially when you're serving in ministry, it's so many people coming to you with the different things that they have, you have going on. And I definitely care for the hearts, especially for young adults. And I feel like there was a place where a lot of the cares of what was going on with other people kind of, I consumed that in a way. So I can relate to what Denisa said. You can, I consumed it because it was, like in a way I felt like I had to mm. like you went from I went from having that freedom of no it's okay it's cool but then it was based off of the responses of people and whatnot and they're like well you act like you don't care and I'm like no I care about you but it was like they wanted more of well you need to feel what I feel and I feel like just different things just over the years just kind of it 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 kind of altered the focus of what it was supposed to be at, at least for me and I know especially within these last few months like Sylvester and I were literally talking about it this week it's been a place of like free like this week in particular was a week of freedom like getting back to the basics of listen I just trust God I am not going to sit here and 
consume myself into anything that's going on in this world, anything that's going on in the world around me. Like, I just trust God with everything. Like, I, I don't stress. That's like, what does that do for me? It does nothing. It puts me in a place of discomfort. It puts me in a place of not trusting God. It puts me in a place of just, just, just emptiness. So why should I sit here and put my energy on that? I I want your freedom. Like, Lord, I want your freedom and I receive your freedom. So I feel like for us, it's just like, I don't care. I trust you, Lord. I cast all of my cares onto you. Like, listen, I'm not going to focus on this particular situation or situations because what is the purpose of me putting so much energy into it and stressing over something that I just trust you, God? Like, that's it. That's So like even this this morning, uh, our pastor's message was like such confirmation and just like, yes, like what is, what is the purpose of me sitting here trying to do it in my own way or trying to me trying to be God? Like for what? (laughs) Like, why, why am I doing this? No, I trust you. So, yeah. Yeah. I love, I love what you said, Ayana, because I was sitting here and I don't know if y'all saw, I started looking into the sky because I was thinking about some stuff, (laughs) but, um, you had said, and, and what I, I'm going to sum it up and, and what I thought I heard you say is that you were saying how you, well, let me, let me backtrack. I feel like a lot of times people compare not caring to being numb, right? Yeah. To, you know, to numbness, to just saying like, I just, I'm limp. I don't, I don't have nothing mm-hmm. I can give of it. And to your point, you said kind of the same thing, but you said, instead of giving the power of not caring to just being limp or numb. You're saying, Ashley, when I say I don't care, I'm letting you know that I'm completely free. Like Mm -hmm. I'm completely free from what caring could bring negatively to Mm -hmm. my life. And I, I thought for me, that's why I had to sit up here and think. And I was like, how, like how powerful is that? Right. Where you can tell yourself, you literally are giving yourself the authority to say like, Hey, I'm exchanging the negatives of me caring for this to reminding myself of the freedom in Christ. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just want to pinpoint that out because I was like, that that's good. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's really, really good. And I think it takes uh, a maturity in your faith to get to that point, you know, where you can immediately address, you know, the expense of caring for things in a negative sense to the exchange of freedom mm-hmm. in God. So I don't know. There was one thing too. I I wanted to. Uh, I wrote down so I wouldn't forget. And I think this was based off of what uh, Denisa said too. Uh, God had kind of like been dealing with me a lot with like roots, and like it all stemmed from the fact that I was just thinking about you know, man, humans, we're, we're screwed. We're rooted in sin. Like I was literally thinking that one time going to Target. Actually today I was thinking about it going to Target today. <laughs> and I was like, man, like no matter what I do, I'm rooted in sin. So I'm always going to mess up. Like I'm always going to mess up. But it made me think about uh, the roots of caring, right? And so I wrote on my notes here, I said, your care is rooted in God. And I thought that that was a beautiful thing to say because it made me think about a flower, right? When we're watering flowers, we're not watering the leaves. We're not watering the petals of the flower. 
we're allowing the water to really seep into the roots, right? So that the roots can continue to get nourishment so that the roots ultimately can continue to grow the flower. And it made me think about the fact that when we, to Ayana's point too, when we begin to root our care in God, um, it allows for the nourishment for that root to just be God, right? Because then ultimately he becomes the source. But then on the opposite, I wrote, I said, anytime we do not root our cares in God, meaning we take the expense of caring, um, we are allowing for our roots to um, potentially to die. Because we have then removed the source of the root into a different source, into a different pot. And um, I'm saying all that to just remind people, you know, that like to Ayana's point, find your exchange, you know, like find your exchange of caring. And, and what does that look like for you? Because everything is a decision. You know, every you wake up every morning with a decision. You can either decide to put your energy into negative thoughts, emotions, and worry, or you can be on purpose and decide to put your thoughts in God and his goodness and everything that he has already done for us. So it's like, for me, I'm like, listen, I don't care what I see physically, especially if it's not something if especially if it's something negative i choose despite what i see to focus on god and focus on his goodness period hmm. you know and i know like some people are like oh that could be easy for you to say no it's not and i'm, I'm you know you, know, you <laughs> no. think you think about you think about like if somebody's listening like oh that's easy for you to say you seem like oh you mm. know it seems like everything's great no <laughs> like when I look back at my life, I have a thousand million trillion testimonies on how God literally like his goodness, his favor, his everything. Like we were reflecting on, you know, one of the, the physical manifestations of God's goodness is literally in the room next to me, my children, you know, like, that right there is a testament of God's goodness. And just when it looked like mm. nothing, like how, what's going on? Why, Lord, what happened? You know, you have one child, you after years of praying and believing God, you have one child. You think everything's great. It's, oh, we, this is good. We about to have another child. You have a miscarriage, then boom, randomly in the pandemic you get pregnant and have your second child like I can't like that right there I can't sit here and just be like and stress over stupid stuff when I just when God just man like that that right there his goodness my children mm. so that's where I'm at that's where I'm at the crazy thing, I'm glad you shared that testimony, Ayana, because I'm thinking, I'm like, that that level of goodness is generational, right? Which makes me, like, think yep. about the fact that, like, God's goodness surpasses, it literally surpasses age, it surpasses time. That goodness that God gave you in Baca literally is a seed that can bear other seeds. Mm -hmm. He gave you two women, 
Yeah. Meaning they birth exactly. things. They birth things. Like, like, that's crazy to even think about. As you were sharing it, I'm like, dang. I was putting their head back up. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it's, it's crazy. We, we picked up Haven from Children's <laughs> Ministry today. And um, one of uh, our the older members, she we were walking back to our car and she stopped us and she was just like, I just wanted to, you know, hug you guys. And, you know, and then she just was looking at Haven and she was like, she's so beautiful. She's like, I remember when she was a baby and, you know, to see her now. And then she just looked at her and she was like, man, she just kept looking at her, just kept looking at her. And Haven's just sitting there like, la di da. And she was like, you're going to do some amazing things for the kingdom. Mm. And I, 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 I see that. Like, I see that, like, to be born at a time such as this, it's yeah. so intentional. Like, everything is intentional. And, and it's crazy, like, even when we were walking back to our car before she, um, that we ran into that lady, Haven, you know, her name means safe place. And she knows that, but she doesn't in a way. So she was walking and we're, we're walking down towards the dome. And she was like, this is a safe place. She said that. And I was like, me and Sylvester looked at each other like, okay. Like, cause she was just randomly talking about this <laughs> stuff. And she was like, yeah, and this is a safe place. And I was like, okay. Okay. Lord. <laughs> so it was just, just those moments of man, just, yeah, Child, I, don't, be glad. I don't care. <laughs> I was about to say, you better be glad Auntie Lauren one day. I would have took off in the parking lot. Like, oh, <laughs> like, oh boy, give me all the dramatics. My whole, the base, Lord. <laughs> my whole point of everything is like, <laughs> I, I definitely understand the initial. Uh, with Ilya, I, I be Ivy. messing up her name. Ivy. Auntie Ivy. I, I mess up her name. I, I definitely <laughs> understand it. Like I, I understand it because people love to use that phrase in a way of just cutting things off without actual healing. Yeah. But when you are, you get to a place where you can say that for real and be healed and whole in so many areas where you're like, I literally do not care that is a different place to be in. And that is where it's like, I cast my cares on you, Lord. Like every day I wake up, I don't care because you care for me. So. I don't even think we need a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think anything else needs to be said. <laughs> um, I think this is an awesome episode. I pray that if you're listening, that you've got something out of it. I love that. You know, there's so many different perspectives, but I think at the end, the core is when you cast your cares upon God, you truly have the freedom mm -hmm. not to care. Mm -hmm. So that is a blessing. Um, if this is your first episode, we encourage you to go back and listen to a couple other ones. Thank you for connecting with us. If you are not connected with us on social media, we encourage you to do so at Save Girl Secrets on Instagram and Facebook. If you want to continue the conversation, feel free to slide in our DMs or send us a secret letter to SaveGirlSecrets at gmail.com. Did you guys have anything else? No? Nope. Read right. your Bible and develop a better relationship with God. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Amen. Well, we love y'all. Good God bless you. Love and Bye. peace, guys. Bye. Bye.
Oh, love and peace. Bye. <laughs> Bye.